that's not it. We're all about class. Happy Friday podcast. Testing. One, two, three, testing. Hi, guys. <laughs> and welcome to the Happy Friday podcast. You just heard a little bit of um, Katie's beautiful singing Testing, voice. one, two, three, testing. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome to the Happy Friday podcast. You have your hosts, Katie O'Reilly. And Tori Romano. <laughs> so Katie's uh, been into this whole, like, singing, like she's giving a concert kind of thing. Like, she's pretending she's Harry Styles as of late. Well, yes, I like to send, you know, during the day while you're working. Sometimes, like, I'm, you know, hard away at like, a deliverable or some kind of Excel. And I'll just be grinding it out. And then I'll look at my phone and I'll just like to, like, get on Snapchat and start singing a tune. Um, nine out of ten times, it's Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. And... It and it hasn't gotten better. I thought it got better. Oh, your theatrics have gotten better. Interesting. <laughs> and I like to um, send it out to uh, some of my best friends. And Tori, luckily, a is, a, is a lucky recipient. I am the number one mm. fan of these Snapchat um, concerts. It's just another thing, guys, to you know cure what? the quarantine boredom. It, it really is. If I can do that once a day, I'm good. I think we should show the fans of the podcast your singing voice. We'll post it on Instagram. Oh, Next boy. Next time, do a oh live. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. You'll have to get me a little tipsy for that. But it well, um, doesn't matter because we already are. We're already a little tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Tori Beautiful segue, though. A beautiful. I would, I mean, round of applause. Cheers to that. You would think we write a script for this, but this is really just all us off just the cuff. talking off the cuff. Um, no, but we just came from a, a little work wine happy hour event. Um, a little where, wine tasting. Yeah. Um, so a partner that I work with is very generous and sent us like a little end of holiday End of the year holiday oh, cheer. End of the holidays already. End of the year holiday cheer um, gift with some like wine and I had Tori come over and we. Uh, she couldn't have all that wine herself. I so. really couldn't. I that would help her out. The responsible thing to do was to have a friend come over and help drink. Oh, a hundred percent. We can't leave you ha- drinking alone, hanging. No, not at all. No. no. So let's tell the fans what our favorite wine was of the night. So they had a few wines. They had a cava, which is like a champagne, um, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Malbec, and a Chianti-ish. Yeah. Um, Sangiovese. But um, our favorite wine that we tasted and the wine that we're drinking right now is called um, Alamos. It's which a- I like to say Alamos. Yeah, she does. <laughs> it's a Malbec from Argentina. And um, it's so lovely. It really warms our souls and our hearts. On this cold, cold New York day. Night. And um, the day after, we got some snow. Yes. Wasn't that so fun to see a little bit of snow? It was a lovely sight to see. I love the first snowfall. I think it's magical. It was so crisp in the air. And it didn't leave yeah. a mess. It was no. just gorgeous. Because a lot of people think, oh my gosh, winter in the city, how fun, it's so white. Winter in the city is actually quite gross because 
of like the slush and the dirt, yeah. like it's, the yellow snow. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's not, it's messy. It's not pretty. But this was pretty. It's like you came home from a night out and you're having, you were so drunk from the club and you came home and you had like your mascara all down your face. Yeah. That's what the city is like in the winter yeah. with the slush of the snow on the city streets. You wake <laughs> up with mascara and lipstick on your white pillowcase. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Oh my gosh. Well, um, Tori, catch me up. I haven't seen you in a long time. What have you got going on this week? I know. It's been such a crazy time. Now that COVID's picking up, we're just kind of being a little bit safe, not seeing people as much. So I'm seeing my boyfriend still, and we're dabbling in the cooking arena, which we are not very good cooks because... I don't know. I just never really enjoyed cooking as much. I like yeah. to bake a little bit what more. What don't you like about cooking? I hate cooking meat. I hate the raw meat. I think it's disgusting. Oh. I hate handling. Oh, we got another oh, email. We got a work email. <laughs> <laughs> I hate touching raw meat. I think it's just really gross. And I, I just, like, get paranoid by the contamination process. Like Contamination I, that, like... It might be raw? No, no. I know it's raw. I You might cook it and it might not be cooked all the way. Yeah, because I've gotten food poisoning before from raw chicken, so I think that traumatized See, me See, I'm a child. in the market to get some food poisoning. Oh, you don't want that. What end does it come out of? Both. Oh. <laughs> I thought when I first had, this is a little TMI, but whatever. Go on. When I, when I got food poisoning from raw chicken, I was like the age of when you could get your period. And I didn't get my period yet. So I was like 10, 11, and I was like in excruciating pain. Like my stomach was killing me. I had like such like cramps. Mm-hmm. And my sister is like, oh my God, I think you're getting your period. And I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing of my life. Like I can't believe that this is like what a period is. And my mom's like, no, she's not getting her period. She has like food poisoning. Oh. So we go to the doctor and they're like, it's food poisoning. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> You just, I kind of wanted to have at my that period. point. You just wanted your period. Yeah, because it was like the cool thing to get, you know. Like your friends were getting your period. You're like, oh, I want it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. And then I eventually got it. And it was, good for you. Uh, yeah, but not then. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's where my trauma comes from with cooking raw meat. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Thanks for psychoanalyzing me. Of course. So you cooked meat. I cooked meat this okay, weekend. Okay. Um, we made a beautiful taco ring, which is like Ooh. basically like um, mm. you use Pillsbury crescent rolls and you like make a, a ring out of it and then you put the taco meat inside and then you flip the crescent rolls and it makes like a shell for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was so good. So proud of me and Greg. I pretty much put him in charge of the taco meat though. I have a funny story about tacos. Please share. Okay. <laughs> Please share. <laughs> so I went on a date with this guy in college. Not your Not betrothed. Correct. correct. Okay. And like we had a nice time, whatever. I invited him to come back to my apartment a few days later with him and his friend. And my roommate and I were like, all right, we'll have like a taco night. It'll be cute. Okay. 
And this was sophomore year. Oh, okay. I'm and trying to do... It wasn't okay. you. You weren't my roommate at the time. I understand that. Okay, go on. <laughs> so we made tacos, and I called my mom. I was like, Mom, how do I make tacos? Like, how do I cook the meat? Like, I was really just, like, trying to hone in on my domesticality. Is that the word? Don't, I would say domestic skills. Okay. A domestic toolbox. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. In my domestic toolbox. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, so proud of my meal. The guy ate the taco that I was, like, seeing or whatever. And he's like, this isn't good. Oh! I my was taken aback. I was so upset. And ever since then, I didn't make tacos. You've never made a taco since sophomore year of college because some guy told you it doesn't taste good? Yeah, I was very Tori. I was offended, and then I cooked tacos, like, with my current boyfriend, like, last year. That was probably the first time we, like, did it. But I still put him in charge of the meat. But was this your first time making a taco ring? Yes. Because that sounds so fun. And the pictures looked delicious. It was. It was. Uh, my mom cooks it, but this is the first time I've done it, like, on my own. So it was... I love it. Thank you. And then we had a lovely dance party after, and we were raving in my in my kitchen. Fun. We put on my dance cardio playlist, which is amazing. If anyone needs a dance cardio playlist, I have the hookup for you. I created one. It's great. Okay. And we were just, like, raging in my kitchen. Saturday night dance party. It's not Saturday night fever. Saturday no. night dance party. Saturday night dance party. We had our favorite number one guy, Vin Diesel. Oh, you, she, yes, she, Tori loves you her some Vinny. Some Vin Diesel. Vinny D. Some Galantis. Galantis? Um, yeah, he's like a DJ. Don't know him. Galantis. I'm not really in the EDM world. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I'll show it to you one day. Please do. Well, that was my weekend. It was fun. That sounds like a really fun week. My weekend involved a little bit of cardio. Love that. But not dancing. Okay. I did um, an indoor workout class, and for those not based in the New York East Coast region, we are still very heavily affected and impacted by COVID, yeah, where our that? gyms and studios are all shut down still. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this one studio called SLT Strength and Length and Titan. Um, oh, that's what it's called. That's what it stands for. I it's love it. a Pilates reformer class, and um, so. Me and a good friend of mine uh, went to a studio on the Upper East Side. You had to book like a week in advance and they only allowed up to five people in a studio, which used to hold like 20 plus. Yeah, we've done a couple classes there. It's tough. I, it's such, I'm in so much pain the next day though, but yeah. a good kind of pain. You're sore from the toes up. So sore. Yeah. It, yeah. It really works, yeah. It, but it's a great class. Um, it that class like always intimidates me because I'm intimidated by the performer. But I've taken like two, but each time I'm like, this is so hard. I feel like I'm more so intimidated by the instructor because the instructors are just so like militant at SLT mm-hmm. more than like um, Barry's. No, Barry's I would say is more militant. Yeah. 
I guess I would be comparing it to Pure Bar, but that's no, really like comparing apples to like spaceships. Yeah, exactly. Pure Bar is like the most encouraging place ever. They're like, if we all work together, we can tuck do a it. little bit more. Tuck down, up, just, down, just up. breathe. Breathe, breathe. Pulse. Katie, you're doing great. Pulse. You got Katie. that move. Tori, nice form. Beautiful work. <laughs> Everyone's doing great. So strong. Up on your heels. Up on your heels. Five, four, three, two, and we're done. And breathe. Whew. You know what? I just felt like we were in a workout I, class. I, mean, I think I got all my steps in for the day. You know, okay, so Tori knows <laughs> I've been on the big kick this summer in particular. And this year to do fourteen thousand steps a day, it's amazing. Guess how many steps I did today? How many? Seventeen thousand. Damn! And what I worked. You do? I worked. Wait, what? I guys, I've now become someone that like wakes up in the morning, <gasps> gets an hour of steps in. Oh my god! Because it, it takes roughly two hours to do fourteen thousand steps. Yeah. So I did that, and then, like during my lunch, I say that in you know air um, quotes. Air quotes. Um, because what is lunch anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, I went for another walk. Wow. Because it's so nice that day. So I got in uh, I'm so 17,000 steps. That's amazing. I'm Thank so you. proud of you. Thank you. I'm really happy with it. Um, That's so good. Yeah. But not to, you know, um, digress too heavily. But um, anyway, last week went to an indoor workout class with a friend. We went at like noontime. Guess what time we got home? I'm gonna say seven. No, nine p.m. Ten thirty p.m. Jesus Christ! What did you do? And to note here, all restaurants and bars in New York City closed at ten. We were the last ones to leave. Love it. Yeah. Where did you go? I uh, see. So the workout class was on the Upper East Side. So you were just sweaty all day? No, we went to her apartment and showered. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, we got a little shower in because I knew we were going to do brunch. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I come home like 4 or 5 o'clock, you know. But you know. I know. It's a whole experience, a whole day. So we did brunch um, down in Soho. Mm. So we went Upper East Side, Soho. Oh, you went to Boo. Bocaria. Love it. I love Bocaria. I went last year with Greg. Mm-hmm. Loved it. We had a great time. We went Christmas shopping, and then we went there. Once we got home, Greg was, like, hunched over on the toilet, dead oh. of, like, food poisoning from that oh, place. Oh. Well, happy to report, I did not get the food poisoning. Well, good for you. Again, me and Greg have bad luck with food poisoning, I guess. He got... Sorry, guys. <laughs> It's um, it's a crazy hour of the night for work. I guess Thursday. But night. um, wow. Okay. No, I would say <laughs> anything. He was o- over the toilet because the sangria is just so damn good. Oh, it was very good too. Anyway. Did you get the um churros? No, we didn't do oh dessert. My you know, God. we just we worked out. You we had need- to be healthy. Oh, true. Sorry. But the churros. I know. I you know, I love them. churros. You know, I love Nutella. Oh. That's how the Italians call it. Nutella. Do, do they? Nutella. <laughs> um, Say it one more time for the No, it's okay. <laughs> but, um, and then we went shopping in Soho with a little buzz on. It's oh, like dangerous. All Saints. Did you buy anything? Zara. 
I was on like the cutting edge of potentially buying a coat from All Saints. Oh, so yeah. like a thousand dollar coat. A little less, but yeah. Okay, well, good thing your drunk little brain didn't make you buy that. Yeah, good thing they didn't have my size. <laughs> but, um, and then we um, went and got dinner. Keep it going. Where'd you have dinner? Left Bank in the West Village. French? No, it's like American. Oh. Yeah. Never been. It's, it's cute. You know, it was, it's Saturday night in New York City, so if you don't have a reservation, it's kind of hard to get a seat. True. So, um... In COVID, when there's in also COVID, only when two seats available. When it's 25% capacity anyway, it's tough to get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was that. It sounds like we both had fun weekends with our friends and loved ones. Sorry, I just clanked that glass I, real quick. I would say so. Um, shall we get into some of the hot items? Yes. And let's get into the drums of the week let's with get our into the drama of the week. With our friends over at the Bachelor. Okay, so Bachelor at this week. So let's break it down. Let's break it down. It was so good. I am loving this season's guys because they're so vulnerable. Okay. And they're really opening up. Um they've all been through some real experiences in life. Yeah, which is crazy. It's crazy, but I also feel like finally in 2020, I'm happy that mm-hmm. men are able to share their I emotions. Love it. I love it's, it so much. It's manly to show your, I mean, it's always been manly to show your emotions, but there's always been a stigma Correct. around like a man crying or like anything like that, which like honestly just seems like that's something that shouldn't be mm-hmm. an issue ever. So I'm really happy that. You know, these men are sharing some of their, um, you know, insecurities or, like, traumas. Yeah. Starting off with Ben. Oh, my God. I could not say better things about Ben. I I was so sad. I have loved him since day one. I started following him on Instagram when he had only, like, a 1,000 followers. And and now he has over 100,000, so I'd like to say. Again, Tori's on the cutting room, I, cutting edge. I'm on the cutting room floor. Yeah, cutting room floor. <laughs> I was going to say cutting room floor, but no, you're not getting cut out. Yes, I'm on the cutting edge. I know all the trends. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm up. I knew he was a front runner from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just think he's so cute. He's so handsome. He's gone through so much in his life, mm-hmm. being in the army. Mm-hmm. And then now he has a great fitness career, which... You can tell if you look You at can him. tell. And then he really, like, divulged a lot of information to us last week about his yeah. eating disorder that he had for t- 10 years. That's a long time. Which is so crazy. Like, oh, I couldn't even ha- believe that. And then this week he told us that he had two failed suicide attempts in 2018 and 2019, which is just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And thank God they were failed. Because Thank he's God. been such a light on the show. He has. He has such a sweet soul. And it was, it's definitely like, in the beginning he was a little bit shyer and mm-hmm. like, just came across as like really easygoing, mellow. But underneath yeah. it all, he's really gone through a lot, so. He really has. I think that Taisha really saw that in him this week. 
Yeah. And I think she said she's falling in love with him. I think he's like Aww. a front runner. I think he might win. I hope so. I hope so too, but also I don't because I would like him too. I was also a little upset when she sent Bennett home. Oh my god, with the Bennett. I I'm sorry. deal with the Bennett. I he thought is- Noah should have been sent home. Noah saved himself, though, in that two-on-one date. But Bennett is a psycho. He is actually psychotic. Uh, Like, he came across... He's definitely getting that, like, psycho edit. Okay. But, like, he also just, like, came across that way. With that whole... um, With the book on emotional intelligence. I can't with people on The Bachelor having one vocabulary word and it's emotional intelligence. Oh my intelligence. god, they love emotional intelligence. That is like Good. the key word. That is like the word of the, the year. Exactly, like search engine, like SEO yes. word of the year. Oh, good marketing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so, but he comes back, so. I'm sure that, who comes back? Bennett, did you not watch the end? I turned off because I thought. <gasps> he came back. He did? Yes. <laughs> I thought he was going to be on Paradise. Well, I'm sure he is. He's not going to stay. No. But he, after the date, after the cocktail party with Tasha, Tasha came back to her room and she literally got hit by her fence door because she like took a double take because Bennett was right there. And he was like, hi, Tisha, I'm back. It Ew. was so creepy, Katie. Ew. I was like, this is too much. He is. He, like, stalked her. Stalker to 100% level. I'm going to watch the last 10 minutes now. Yeah, you need to. Wow. It was so uncomfortable. He came back and he was like, Tisha, I did not expect to be going home. I was he so really shocked. didn't. You could tell that he did not know he was going to be leaving. He has... Definitely has, like, some sort of, like, socially awkwardness to him. You think? Yeah, 100%. Okay. All right, whatever. But we'll see. I, I'm sure he's going home, though. You'll see him on Paradise, for sure. Which is, like, the, uh, you know, that I reigns supreme. Paradise. paradise is my favorite. I think you have a better shot of finding love on Paradise. I think so, too. I think there's been more marriages and babies from Paradise than actual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other drama in the Bachelor world? Um, I just think that Zaxi is a little uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't find him attractive. I'm nope. confused about that relationship. I'm proud of him for opening up about his drug addiction, though. Me too. That was really beautiful. It's good to bring awareness to it. Uh-huh. Um... I think Ivan is so sweet and cute. I don't find him attractive, but I think he's just like a gem of a human. I don't think that she is gonna like, you know, pick him. Um, Riley opened up a bit about his background. He gave like two names during that lie detector test. Yes. I thought he was in the witness protection program. Turns out he just, changed his name legally because it was named after his dad or something. And there seems to be some bad blood. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't know. We didn't really get that much information. I thought it was going to be a little bit juicier, but you know what? Maybe they'll talk about it a little more. Maybe, but also like, I'm happy that it's not for his sake, that he didn't have to deal with that much 
trauma, but it seemed like there was a lot of trauma there. Yeah, it does. Um, but I think Tasha's kind of like liking him a little bit more. Yeah. And then Brendan, I just feel like he's kind of like slipping under the rug a little bit. Yeah, he like, is. Like, I think he's panicking a little. I also feel like he's not going to make it to the end. I he think, knows it. I think he, I think she really likes him, but now they're kind of like, there's a weird wall up between them. Yeah. Well, we'll just see. I'm excited for Hometowns next week. Me as well. And we have two episodes next week, too. Oh, okay. Monday and Tuesday. Uh, oh, okay. Yay. We're kicking it into Yay. full gear now. I'm happy. I love it. We got Ed Gunn kind of upset, but not really. He was just fun entertainment. Yes. Like, when he was, he went to Chris Harrison's suite instead of Tasha's, and then they had a little wine date. It's staged, of course. Oh, 100%. But yes. it, it was just funny. He's just like, where'd Ed come from? He's such yeah. like a little doof. Yeah, 100%. So that's all the Bachelorette <laughs> breakdown I have for you. Shall we kick it off into our next little fun segment, our tried and true rapid fire hot seat? Yes, I love a game. And this week's edition is Holiday edition, Christmas, the snow's falling down, Christmas, I'm watching it fall. Okay, (laughs) and going into into our next, what a Uh, segue, what is your favorite holiday song? (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, okay, well, favorite holiday song of all time. What? Are you trying to sing it? Yeah. I've legit never heard of this before in my entire life. <laughs> I can't think of the name. Um, but my new favorite Christmas song okay. is Alleluia by John Legend and Carrie Underwood. Beautiful song. Can I play it? Sure. Play okay. it after. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone, look it up. It's so good. It's so er, beautiful. I can probably play a little bit if I can find the damn thing. Yeah, it's just such a. It's so such a beautiful song. I switched to Spotify. Did you see? I see it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I need to get with the times. I have hallelujah. There it is. Oh. It's so beautiful. I sent it to my grandma and she loves it. The church bells ring. Silent night as the angels sing. I want to get to John Legend. I would also like to just quickly note for legal purposes, we don't know the rights to that song, so no one come after us. True. Please. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Love it. Everyone look it up. You'll add it to your Christmas playlist. Yeah. What's your favorite holiday song? I like Baby Please Come Home. The song I start singing. Oh, yeah. Christmas. The snow's coming down. Christmas. I'm uh, watching it fall. You should be here with me. I wish Harry Styles would have come out with um, a, a Christmas, Christmas album. album. That would be beautiful. 
this just puts me right in the mood to just like start like um, I'm ready to just start dancing. Should we? Parties, as I you love guys dance are now My favorite oh my God, so is dance party. After this, let's just dance with Christmas music. Let's do it. Okay. Well, maybe we'll it. go live. Yeah, maybe we'll go live. Okay, let's I love do it. it. Okay, let's just finish this class. Okay. And then I'll go live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, easy. Elf. Okay. 100%. Okay. I watch it. Ooh, actually, that's a tough Ooh, one. Okay. Elf is definitely 100% my favorite. Sure. But a Santa, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Which Santa Claus? Because the there's like one. 17. The first one, the OG. I love that movie. When he becomes. Yeah. Okay. Calvin. I love it. Yeah. I, that's my favorite one. What about you? Mine is Christmas with the Cranks. Oh! You knew that. Didn't you? I feel like I did. Like, that just With really... Jamie Lee Curtis oh, and Tim, Tim Allen. Santa Claus. <laughs> wow. That is, like, an underrated Christmas movie. It's because it's amazing. <laughs> People forget how amazing that movie is. It has everything you want. It has Christmas cheer. It has a Grinch aspect. It has... Is Christmas canceled? It has bringing family together and friends and coming together as a community and a honey oh, ham. Oh, oh, it oh. has everything you could freaking want in a Christmas movie. You are very passionate about I this. I watched that movie no less than four times. <laughs> I could, that, that Christmas with the Cranks though is for me, like, it's That's, not a movie I have to watch in the winter time. I was just going to say that. It's a movie I could watch literally in June. That's definitely a, um. It's a year-round. A year-round film. Wow, that's funny. Now I gotta go watch it. Yeah, you do. Um, honey. Okay. <laughs> now, sugar cookie or chocolate chip? I'm gonna go. Ugh, I guess for holidays, I like a sugar cookie because you can decorate it and make it fun. But year round, I prefer a chocolate chip cookie. Well, this is a holiday edition. So I guess I'm going sugar. <laughs> I'm going sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Tree. Tree probably loves a sugar cookie. She likes a sprinkle. Don't get oh, her the sprinkle oh, cookies. Sprinkle cookies. <laughs> she threw them in the garbage. The garbage. There's, there's starving children in Africa. Oh, gosh. Um, so bad. My favorite is... We couldn't go an episode without talking about tree. No, we have we to. We have to bring up tree Judice every time. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, my God. That was the best <laughs> thing ever. Okay, what about you? I have to go chocolate chip every single year. We make homemade chocolate chip cookies for Christmas, and we give them out to... My mom likes to give them out to people at work. I like to give them out to people at work, which is sad because this year yeah. I can't. But we'll definitely make some this year and give it to family. I like that. That mm -hmm. used to be my favorite thing about the holidays is like making you know, and like baking cookies and everything. Me too. And I like the part of baking. See, I like cooking better. I like the food I can make when I cook. I like baking, but I don't like eating baked goods. Oh, I'm so the opposite. I know, you're the opposite. I don't like, if cookies are around, I don't like them. I have to be in the mood for cookies. Like, I'll yeah. always eat one. But, like, I'm either I in the mood to I eat 100. I don't want 100. 24. 
I can be in the mood to eat like a oh. lot, but sometimes I'm just like no. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a Levain cookie, I cannot even eat a whole one. I have some. We'll have to have one after. Oh my god! Are we gonna eat Levain cookies and go Instagram live and dance party? Please. Love it. Okay. Okay. Um, next thing. Go ahead. You can ask. What is your favorite childhood present that you've ever received? Oh my gosh. There's been so many. It's yeah. really tough, but as a child, I was very blessed and lucky to have a family who could give me presents, and yeah. we've had so many great memories growing up during Christmas time. Um, I would say my favorite childhood present were probably like the games that I got. I got like a game like Lily's Purple Plastic Purse. Which was like okay. this like random book and it turned uh-huh. into a game and it was just like so fun and we would all play as a family. I think those kind of game like games were probably my favorite. I presents. love that. Yeah, we'd always I'd make sure that my dad like put the batteries in my games right away so I Aww. could open them and play. And then like we'd all have like a game like a game day or whatever during Christmas, but then my mom would be like, I have to go make dinner. So then me and my dad and sister would play. That's cute. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. What about you? So while I may not have a favorite childhood Christmas present, I have a story that involves presents. So when I was little, probably like four or five, my parents, you know, through my brother and I, like, such a fun um like Christmas with like lots of like toys and everything Mm -hmm. my brother and I opened up all of our toys and then we proceed to watch a movie that we already had we didn't want to play with our toys (laughs) we wanted to watch a movie that we already had so so my mom still brings that up as like a I'm not gonna get it for you because you guys are gonna um you're just uh, gonna watch something yeah. you already have. <laughs> Maybe next year you'll watch the game that she gave you the year before. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, Christmas is such a like. It's such a time to just reminisce on like all the memories that you had growing up. I feel like. Yeah. Especially as we're in our twenties, it's so fun to just like look back and all those fun times, as like a child getting all those presents presents and waking up on Christmas morning like oh my god like Santa came like I can't believe it and like I would wait at my stairs like anxiously waiting at like 6 a.m. yeah and I had to wait until everyone got up like I could not go down the stairs until every single person in my family was up and ready Mm -hmm. we were very like we were good kids we did not go down and like open presents before our parents like we were very disciplined Okay. Did you? We never opened presents, but we did, you know, wake up and gawk at the tree and, like, I shake know. around presents. Oh, yeah. I can see that's you being me. mischievous about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, snooping around, knowing my, like, game plan, my plan of attack as yeah. soon as I have, like, the green light yeah. to go open presents, know which ones to open now, first. Now, did you guys in your house, did you open presents, like, all together, all at once, like, or did you guys take turns? We try, we always try taking turns. That's always easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I feel like as we've gotten older, we take turns. 
Yeah, as we're we good get older, we're better about it. As there's less things under the tree. Correct. Yeah. When we were younger, we really like. I think my mom just like instilled discipline within us, which is good. It was very good. Like Nicole and I would go back and forth. Like she would open one, I would open one. She would open wow. one, I would open one. And like, yeah, we. I think it was good because we like took it slow and we really enjoyed like every yeah. present. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like. We try, we try and do that as well. And then we'll sprinkle yeah. my mom and dad in there at some point. Yeah, <laughs> they get, like, a present for every three that exactly. you Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, when did you find out that Santa wasn't real? Oh, my God. Santa's not real? My story is actually, like, a lot. Okay, go for it. It was last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it might as well have been. I was in sixth grade. Oh my god! I was in seventh. Wait, I think I knew that. Yeah, we were we were like we were old, old. We were old. Honestly, if someone didn't tell me, I'd probably still believe. Me too. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I would have known. I think that that's the that's the Taurus in us. I think so. We, I think we're so. true believers. My story was I found out from my sixth grade teacher. Oh my god, Tori! We all, I did not know that. Yes, we all went around in class, and it was like during the holidays. And she's like, "So, we're gonna talk about when everyone found out Santa wasn't real." <laughs> I would, I would sue the school district. My mom was pissed. She was so upset. She was more upset than me, I think. But that's her baby. I know. I. It was, I did, was... Did your mom tell the teacher? No. I would. I don't think she did. I would. She I would called, have stormed in there. It was me, my one friend, and this boy in my class. We were the only three people that didn't know. And my mom called my friend's mom, and they talked about it. But everyone was like, I found out in second grade. I found oh out God. when I was, like, in fifth grade. I found out, blah, blah, That's blah. That's too young. I would say maybe high school you can talk about that to kids. Uh, I was like, I just found out you, right now. What do you, did you say that in class? No, I was, oh. I was like, what? You're like, so you mean to tell so, me he's not real? So, I think I had like an inclination that he of wasn't course, real. Of course, But I didn't want to believe it. And then everyone was like, yeah, I found my Christmas list on my mom's computer. And then I realized that I got all the same gifts that she gave me. Oh, someone else my is like, God. oh, my older sibling told me, which I was very grateful that Nicole never told That's me. That's good. And Nicole was like, yeah, I was never going to be the one to tell you that Santa That's wasn't real. Good. But that was a dark day in the Romano household. Yeah. <laughs> How did wow. you find out? I found out kind of like a similar way at school which is where I feel like everyone finds out yeah. which is my only reason I would ever homeschool my children so they never find True. out about Santa exactly we gotta keep you in that gotta bubble gotta protect them at all costs <laughs> but I um uh was like at 7th grade playing recess with this one girl this girl that just moved from Canada oh damn it those, those Canadians, Canadians. <laughs> And she was, they, they were all talking about how, like, Santa isn't real. But they never talked about, like, how they found it. I just remember they were, like, talking about how he's not real and how, like, stupid it is that people believe it. What because it's do? so, like, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I just went along with it. Oh, that's and what then, you can, that's, that's what you the can only do. thing I can do. Yeah. I had to act cool. Yeah, I know. Even though I was such a dweeby little seventh grader. Laffy Taffy. Such a Did dweeby. you have your Laffy Taffy when you got home? 
I went to the nurse's office because I didn't feel good. <laughs> and oh. and she called and I told her what happened. Oh. And she that's called so my sad. she called she called my parents and they picked me up from school early. And I laid in my mom's bed and cried with her about oh how Santa isn't God. real. It's traumatizing when you find out. Mind you, my brother was in the fourth grade and he already knew that Santa wasn't real. <laughs> Bobby. So his oh. older sister, by like three years, and him knew at the same time Santa wasn't real. Oh, you know what? That's good that you waited till seventh grade. Yeah. That just shows our true nature, for sure. That we're very um, gullible. Yeah. We like we like to believe things. We yes. be, we are very trusting people. Very trusting. We do like to believe the good. We that's really true. We do like to believe the good in people. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Santa. Santa. Santa, baby, please come home. <laughs> please come home. Um. Oh. oh my god. Well, um, I'm very excited for Christmas. I can't wait. I'm, I'm very excited. So, this year, I'm so excited. We're buying all matching Christmas pajamas. I love it. Everyone in my family, even my like cousins and aunts and uncles, I sent them a link to go and buy pajamas. So I'm hoping everyone so followed through. Cute. I it's love been a it. struggle to find pajamas, I though. Hear everyone that. and their mother is trying well, to find matching. Well, this is the year pajamas. of lounging. I know. Let's not forget. I don't need to tell me twice. That's all I wear. It's loungewear. I know. I know. I'm looking at it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. You look very pretty today. You just Oh, thank up. you. I decided to get changed. No, you look good. You too. Thank you. Well, this was amazing. Take us home. Take us home. Country Road. Give the people the affirmation. I'll give them the affirmation. I'm going to do a little holiday affirmation. Yes. To get us in that festive spirit. So... Here's our affirmation motivation for you guys. Today, I feel the joy of the season. Today, I feel the peace of the season. Today, I feel the love of the season. I'm really feeling the love of the season right now. I'm really feeling the love of this podcast. Me too. Uh, 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 sorry. Gosh. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And I'm so excited that we've done this podcast this year. And I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of us too. We've come a long way from episode one. Now we're on episode five. Oh, God bless. <sighs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Love you. Happy Friday.